アロハアロハ Divine Ones This is Priestess Maya Ananda coming to you from the big, bold and beautiful island of Hawaii literally in the rainforest <laughs> at the moment、uh, and there's been passing you know they're not even showers they're clouds if if you're familiar with rainforests or have been in one、uh, the rain is different isn't it especially at higher elevation because the clouds just kind of drift by and and the world disappears it's it's just truly miraculous to see but anyway for the moment the rains have abated and i am out in my favorite spot in the ohia forest bringing This energy, this magic to you, wisdom from the rainforest. As I said, I am Priestess Maya Ananda, and you are listening to All Good Grief.、Uh, today, very guided to begin the very,、uh, what's the word? Very big, let's just use, leave it at that, very big topic of letting go. And before I even dive in and, and say anything on this subject, I want to create. Uh, kind of a baseline, a platform, and that when, when I speak and when we speak in all good grief of letting go, it does not mean by any, any means、um, dropping, forgetting your loved one and moving on. That, that's never will be spoken here.、Uh, in fact, it's quite the opposite.、Um, such a major thread of my work and the work that will be presented here. Um, in all good grief, is that we honor our loved ones.、Um, I say often when I'm blessed to be able to be there at the point of transition to those left behind that you're not leaving, your loved one is not leaving you in one sense because there is no death. It is just a doorway to another space. And so the process of grief is working around that notion, let's say, and rebuilding a new connection, a new relationship with your, with your loved one. And in the beginning, in that, in that stage of rendering, I call it, I've come up with my own stages of grief, which will be.、Um, Present in my upcoming book, All Good Grief's Guide to Grief. <laughs> But in that initial stage, to even think about that is so painful because you don't want a new relationship. I mean, let's be honest. And I'm going to pause for a moment because the rains have started. So I'm going to pause you and move into a, a sheltered spot because rain and technology doesn't, doesn't go well together, does it now? Hold on. Okay. <laughs> In a more sheltered spot. But in the beginning, the last thing you want to hear is that you have to forge a new relationship because you don't want a new relationship. You want the continuation of your existing relationship. And I know that pain well. I, I know that well. You want that person there with every fiber of your, of your being, every cell is screaming out your energy body to touch, to be, be present with your loved one. So challenging on so many levels.、Um, but walking through the stages of grief, we do learn to, to forge and to, to build a new type of relationship. And when we get to the last stage that I call the rebuilding, 
and you'll know when you get there. Just as an aside, a tangent, people ask me, well, how long is this? How long is that? And I say, it depends on you (laughs) and your journey. There's no X, Y, and Z. There's no time stamp on grief. It's really entirely your process. But you will know when you get there because you can feel within that it's time. And again, perhaps the major thread of all good grief is shutting out the voices outside and doing that deep dive within and connecting to your heart, your energy, your body, and listening each moment, each day of what it's saying to you. So you will know, you will know. And we've rather drifted around. Uh, I'd like to land back on the topic of today, which is letting go. Um, Now there's many colors, many chapters of letting go. We'll just touch lightly on on, um, those discs, those platforms. So of course there's the letting go in the shedding of the life that you've known. And, And oh, such a big one. Because again, no one wants to end that life. No one, no one says, okay, yeah, that was fun. <laughs> I'm going to begin a new chapter now. It's, it's rather just in front of you, isn't it? So there is that, that big platform, letting go of the life that you shared with your life, with your loved one, and how that was defined. Um, there's the letting go of your, your various hats, your various roles, you know, perhaps your role of, of partner, For the moment, um, we just let that rest, right? And so it's taking those first tentative steps forward and getting used to a new role, a new title, new hats. It is a process. It is a process. Let me just state that again. There's no jumping through grief. There's no jumping through the stages. And those that I have worked with that say, yep, oh, all good. I'm on now. (sighs) Well, there's just stuff inside. I know that needs to be dealt with. So there is the the shedding of the life, shedding of of our hats and our roles. And of course, there's the letting go and the shedding of belongings, isn't there? And I'm going to state very clearly, again, that if you have people who are coming to you and saying the shoulds, you woulds, you musts, please with love, just just like pull the shutter <laughs> on, the, on that and those words, because that is something you will never hear out of my mouth or here in this sacred space of all good grief. There are no shoulds, there are no must, there, there is no need to. It is all based on where you are in this moment on your journey. And the letting go of objects is such, my goodness, it is just so challenging. And my one big nugget of advice is that I would invite you again to take that inner journey and listen to yourself. If you have something in your hand and you're pondering, gee, uh, my head is saying I I don't need this, but my heart is saying, you know, it's maybe it's some tiny little thing. Don't rush into it. Don't let it go. I did that. (laughs) My Aries mind said, nope, don't need this, you know, and very methodically uh, removed object from my partner that to this day um, 
I do regret. So I say this with love. Don't rush through this process. Um, And there's many that will come to you with good intention that from their outside, non-grieving eyes see you as stuck, see you as something. And I will share with you that those who are not here on the island, I call it, in these waters of grief, cannot understand your heart. They cannot understand how you are viewing the world. So please surround yourself with people who understand, who get it, who share similar stories, um, and the community that we will be building here at All Good Grief will be filled with women who understand. So again, be kind to yourself. Don't rush anything. Again, your head might say, oh, this is just so stupid. It's such a tiny little thing. But if it means something to you, just hold on for a moment. And as you journey on, I have recommendations and and thoughts to share with you. But don't rush your process. Don't rush it. So let's just pause for a moment because these these topics are big ones and they touch nerves, don't they? And there'll be days that you feel within your heart that you can go there and you can think about these things. And there's other days that you go, I just don't want to be there at this moment. And that's okay. That's okay. We can't... I had to pause with my senior dog is looking for me, even though I'm right here. (laughs) He can't see anymore. So, all right, Sylvester, you're good. There's days that, that you know that you're in a tender space. And these are the days that you say to yourself, I'm in a tender space and I'm going to be kind to myself today. And that's okay. The journey of grief is a journey. And each moment, each day is different. One step, one breath. And we work with the reality that it presents itself in that moment. You cannot compartmentalize grief. You cannot jump through it or over it. And for those that think they can fast forward and get to the end, you've missed out really on doing this inner work. And at one moment, that which is locked within will come out and say, um, excuse me, do you remember me? (laughs) I'm that thing that you thought you could put away and uh, you were just going to go on with your life and forget about it, but, but I'm here and I've been here. And now at this moment, at this juncture, now it's time that we really deal with this. So I learned early on in my journey on the beautiful guidance, um, of an elder, to learn to walk with grief every day, every moment. As much as we do not invite this companion in, this companion is here and it's here to stay. So we learn to walk besides it. We learn their likes and dislikes (laughs) in a sense. And we learn to walk a new path. So letting go, again, never, never does it mean abandoning your loved one. Never does it mean forgetting. 
or leaving them behind. There is a reason that you journeyed with that person, a reason, and you journey with them still, just in a new way, in a new way, in communicating in a new way. And I can work with you to help forge that relationship so that you're not feeling so alone, so finite. That, that really is the crux of humanity, isn't it? This, this notion of separation that once that last breath is taken and the eyes are shut, that that person is no more. And that's a fallacy. Their body, yes, the body is finite, but their spirit, their energy, their essence lives on forever. And I will share with you this. In the years that I am doing hospice, every woman that I have worked with that has lost a partner, and then I work with them in a sense of bereavement, I ask them, do you feel your partner around you? Do you have a signs of them? There is not one person, not one, and I, I say this with all honesty from the bottom of my heart, not one person who says, no, I have no contact, not one. Each of them says instantly, yes, I still feel that person. Even if, and here's another one, <laughs> I just was thinking of a conversation from this very, from this week. Even if the person has been graced with a new relationship, perhaps gotten married again, perhaps, you know, had another family, even if that has happened, that person still says, nope, still feel my first husband or first partner, still feel their essence, still get signs that they're working with me as an ancestor. Had that conversation this week, beautiful conversation. So we were kind of joking, you know, after, after you pass or, you know, you transition, let's say you have many relationships. <laughs> Who's going to be there? And I said, well, what a joy. They would all be there because, of course, there's no jealousy on the other side. There's no human emotions at all. So these are people that you have chosen in the void to work with, all of them. So they'll all be there in a space of celebration and love. But we had a little laugh, yeah, this week. But not one, lovelies, not one. Now one person says, no, I feel nothing. Because death truly does not exist. It is a window. It is a window. But of course, for those of us left behind, it is very, very challenging. And I don't mean by any means to take away from that sense of challenge because it is it is just just plain difficult <laughs> on many days and I understand so in the book that I'm writing there's much on these different chapters different aspects of letting go um, there'll be groups in the future where we can focus on this classes online that you can join just to hear different 
approaches to connect with others, see what they've done. But, but again, to sink into that heart space, your space of wisdom, yours, and listen to the whispers, perhaps even the shouts that is being offered to you because your heart knows. Your heart knows when it's time. Your heart will know when you have concluded a stage. Your heart knows. So my lovelies, divine ones, sisters in grief, I offer these words to you from a space of infinite love and compassion. Be kind to yourselves. Show compassion to yourselves. There is no judgment in this sacred space. And there should be no judgment within you in your journey of grief. Get out of your head, sisters. Don't don't evaluate, diminish your journey. Sink within to your heart and simply feel. Love is, after all, a feeling thing, isn't it? Yes, people write about love and sing about it and all sorts of things, but really, it focuses from and emanates from your heart space. So why should we think that we should think about grief? Evaluate it, quantify it, In six months, I'll be through with this, no matter what. And moving on. (laughs) If you don't learn to walk with grief, as, as I have said, and go through the stages in a soft and gentle way that is suited to yourself, it will come back at some day in not such a soft and gentle way. (laughs) So let's learn. Let's learn together, support each other to walk on this journey. All right, Divine Ones, I've now moved spaces, I think, three or four times because the rains have have come in. (laughs) But that is life in a rainforest, isn't it? And and just to add, surrounded my... (laughs) All of my my rescue animals that have were somewhere out in the rainforest, but the, when the rains come in and they see they see Mom Mia <laughs> sit down, they go, "Oh, okay, something going on here." So anyway, I am wishing you, divine ones, just much joy and beauty in your day and in your life. And if that's feeling like such a big word right now, then give yourself permission. To simply be and allow whatever needs to come up to come up. Listening to your body. If it's tired, rest. If it's not tired, don't rest. I'm praying you are somewhere near nature where you can go out and, and simply be there. So healing. So I am Priestess Maya Ananda. Coming to you from the big, bold, and beautiful island of Hawaii, literally in the rainforest, moments from Kilauea Crater on Hawaii National Park.
from my heart, lovely, to your heart. We are one. We are one in this journey, and we are one being. Wishing you peace, joy, and purpose. Namaste.